Yo, what up though? Welcome. How y'all feeling? To IGP Quick Takes. Inspire guys, people. I'ma just give y'all a little something real quick. Like, you know. Been here for a minute, man. It's kind of like a freestyle, but in the form of a podcast. Uh, yeah. Turn me up. Uh, it's gonna be good. I ain't really got time for this. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire Guys People, the podcast where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This is a quick take, people. Come on. Woo! Guys, people, did you miss me? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I missed you. I'm happy to be back in the studio talking to you today. And you, and you, and you. We got a great show today. Um, Man, it's felt like forever. Maybe just because I've been busy, uh, you know. Man, this year just started off super busy. Y'all know the corporate world would just, man, eat you alive if you let it. Been having some uh, really long work nights. Man, some nights, 8.30, 9.30, It's all over the place, just depending on what I have going on, what type of presentations and what type of decks I have to build and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, anyway, it's been really, really busy. But... um. By the grace of God, man, consistency is something important to me, and I'm trying really hard to make sure that I'm consistent in this. Y'all know how I am with the YouTube. We got to talk about the YouTube. I think I got two new subscribers this week. Shout out to y'all. Haven't put out a new YouTube video in about two weeks, and I'm just being real. Like that, it, look, I don't want to make excuses, you know what I'm saying? But I am, I'm just being real with y'all, transparent. Because I have to, you know, you got to prioritize certain things. I really want to get consistent with those videos. But it is challenging for me right now. Because, again, when I'm having long days and I'm working all day and all night, it's like sometimes you like, look, I look like what I've been through. I don't want to jump on a video looking like this. So, anyway, y'all pray for me. And in the meantime, if you have not subscribed to Inspire Guys People on YouTube, I would just ask that you would do that. Just simply search Inspire Guys People in there. And, you know, check out the videos that's already there. You know, be my 21st or 22nd viewer, you know. I think I got a video with 49 views. I'm proud of that. Um, Let's jump into the show. This is a quick take today. And I want to talk to you about, um, you know, God is building something new. And um, I actually preached... Uh, this past Sunday for the first time since March 17th, 2020. So it's the first time I had a, a speaking engagement um, at church in front of people live and not just a podcast since like right when everything was shutting down. Like if you remember March 17th, 2020, it was like that was that first week that COVID got real, real. And like, you know, people ain't know what to do with it. So I had to speak at this church and they had opted to, you know, keep their service going which I wasn't mad at at the time. I, I wouldn't have been mad, you know, since then. But um, it went well. But, you know, two years later, I, I spoke. And um, this, what I'm going to share with y'all today, I was going back and forth because it was recorded. And I'm like, do I want to let them hear the audio from church? Or do I just want to share it, you know, the same message from the same notes, but specific to this audience? And I decided. I want to talk to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Because the one thing about me, if you know me, if you, if you know me, if you're a first-time listener, please do subscribe to this show and share it with a friend. But if you know me, man, you know, I can, I like to cater how I'm speaking to the audience I'm speaking to. So 
when I'm at church, when I'm somewhere, I'm looking people in their eyes, I'm talking to that audience, and there may be a way that I'm talking or things that I'm saying that is really fitting for that setting. And so I'm not always a copy and paste type person. I like to fill things out. And the way I approach this podcast can be sometimes unique to the listener and audience base for this show, right? And also the fact like I'm sitting down, I'm in the studio, you know, um, I'm not standing up walking around a church. So anyway, all of that being said, we're going to talk about God building something new. I start off with a confession, y'all. You know, uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, I, I watch a little bit of HGTV now and then. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV, you know what I'm saying? But there are certain shows when I'm chilling with my wife because she got shows she watch. And, you know, I mean, HGTV, you know what I'm saying? I love real estate, so I can't even all the way blame that on her. But that's usually what I watch with her. I don't watch that necessarily on my own time. But, you know, I, I dabble. I do. I dabble do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, um, you know, the, the typical shows, uh, you know, House Hunters, Property Brothers, they got all the shows, Fixing and Flipping. If I'm being real, shout out to anybody from HGTV listening. You know what I'm saying? If you want to sponsor the show, just hit me up. Y'all saved, ain't y'all? I don't know. Building houses, you got to love God, right? Right? And just making up anything. Trying to get a sponsor out here. Um, I'm joking. But um, unless you're listening. Um, but HGTV, um, to me, it seems like a network of the same show with different people. Like, I feel like you either shopping for a house or fixing and flipping a house on that network all day long. Ain't nothing wrong with it. They make it interesting. They got a lot of listeners. Personally, one of my favorites is Love It or List It. You know what I'm saying? That's the show that I typically uh, rock with. And I'm just intrigued by the whole idea of, like, on one hand, you got, you know, this, you, you, you're going to fix and flip this house. On the other hand, you're going to move out into something new, right? And for me, the idea of fixing and flipping is intriguing because it's kind of the best of both worlds. It's like you taking something old and you it's not new but it's like new you know what i'm saying like new it's kind of like yo we gonna paint the kitchen we're gonna redo all this but i still get to hold on to this house because i got all these memories in this house and that's what i want and, and that's how we are as people we like to hold on to things and then we like to kind of fix them up and make them kind of new but we could keep all the old elements now again when we're talking about houses is anything wrong with that no it's not Ain't nothing wrong with that. But we are going to dive deeper into that idea and that thought process today. First, I'm going to start with some scripture, okay? We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 43, verse 15 is where we're going to start. And this is a prophecy of comfort um, based on Israel's future restoration, right? So this is a prophecy that is comforting the people of Israel based on what God is going to do in the future, all right? So that's, that's kind of the context. Here's what verse 15 says. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king, right? So, so all right, God is just establishing right now, like, who he is with them. Then verse 16, he says, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. All right, so now God is reflecting on like, all right, I'm your creator and your king. Remember me back in Exodus where I opened that pathway through the waters, making dry path through the sea. 
That's called a miracle. And then 17 says, I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives were snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. All right, so these first few verses is just God saying, I'm God. And, you know, kind of recapping on some of the miracles that have taken place. Sometimes when you're dealing with people, you got to remind them of who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, remember me? Like, and when you was hurt and, and you was down and out and, and you called on me and I deliver. All right. That's, that's God talking right now. Verse 18 is where it gets really interesting to me. And this is really one of the foundational scriptures of this entire message. Verse 18 says, but forget all that. <laughs> but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. All right, let's let that marinate for a second. Because I feel like sometimes we take the word for granted and we don't let it marinate. You know what I'm saying? You got to let it sink in and really meditate and think on that. So we got this situation where God talks about and establishes who he is and what he did. Miracles, these are good things. But then 18, he says, forget all that. In other words, but don't think about that right now. You know what I'm saying? And some people like not forget in the way like, oh, like I never did it before, whatever, erase it from your mind because these are miracles, right? These are good things. But in a way that's like, listen, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. So right now with what I'm about to do, I don't even need you thinking about what I already did, right? Because I'm about to do something greater. All right, verse 18, I mean 19. For I'm about to do something new. So God says in 18, forget about that because it's not compared to what I'm, what I'm going to do. And he's telling you to forget about good things. These are miracles. Forget about that. Don't think about that right now. For I'm about to do see something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wasteland. Verse 20. The wild animals in the field will thank me, the jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. All right, so, so let's, let's try to get, grab a few takeaways from, from those five verses. Isaiah 43, 15 through 20, all right? First things first, you know, the miracles of the past won't compare to the miracles of the future. That's deep to me in this context of what was being told to God's people at this time because it's like, because God had done some great things. It wouldn't have been a big deal if it's like, yeah, bro, I hope they're greater because you haven't done nothing. And then I'm thinking like, man, for me, it's like, man, so that means that sometimes we have to, sometimes we could be distracted by good things. Right, because God is saying, forget about that. Like, I'm trying to get your mind on something new. And I really believe that sometimes, like, as a human being, I know I've been there, where it's like you used to be dope at something. You used to, like, something happened so good in the past that you can't let it go because it was good. And I tell people, man, like, uh, all right, you know, you know what, let's, let's wait on that. The second key takeaway. God is not fixing and flipping old miracles. Yeah, all right. 
Y- y'all know how we are. HGTV, we, we want to love it. Like, I-, I just want you, can you just take my, can you take my current situation, God, and just kind of make it a little better? Like, can-, can you just, like, can you take the job I got now and just, like, make it, like, make it work? Can you, can you take this, si- y'all know how we do. But God is like, no, like, uh-uh. I'm not fixing and flipping miracles right now. I'm tearing down walls, I'm breaking a new foundation, and I'm building something new. In verse 20, he said he was going to put a river in the desert. Well, that's new. (laughs) Yeah, Johnny, well, that's new. (laughs) Like, a river in the desert? Like, that's, yeah, I got to. See, for me, that's a song. Like, for me, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta write something to that. Because God can do something in our lives that ain't never been done before. Again, a lot of times when you're fixing and flipping even a house, it's because you don't think there's a better version of everything this house brings. Maybe it's in the right location, got the right number of rooms. And really, when you're flipping a house, you're trying to make it perfect. You're basically saying, this, this situation is good. If I could just uh, paint the kitchen, add a new bathroom, I could live here forever. And God is like, nope. Don't want to remix the old miracles. I want to do something you ain't never seen before. Well, well, that's new. All right. All right, so where's the next one? He wants you to forget what he's already done, even if it was good. Listen, y'all, sometimes we got to get past the good to get to God. And I'm telling you, man, one of my very first episodes, look, if you haven't listened to episode one or two, it might have been, it's in those first two or three episodes. Hey, listen to them all. Start at episode one of Inspire God's People, the podcast from October 10th. I think we started this in 20, was it 2018? 10, 10, 18, go back to episode one. Listen through, man, catch up. I know people have done it, and hopefully y'all have enjoyed yourselves. And um, I talked about the back-in-my-day guy. Like, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that's walking around with pump waves today. Like, that used to work. See, like, that used to be good. And sometimes we are so stuck in the past, we keep trying to remix the things of the past. It's kind of like fashion. Fashion, it just be a bunch of stuff getting remixed and recycled you know, from generation to generation, every 10 to 15 years is like, okay, let's, let's do really skinny jeans. Let's do really skinny jeans with wide bottoms. Let's do baggy jeans and let's go back to skinny jeans. Let's go back to baggy jeans. It's just a, you know, a revolving door. But my point with all all of that is things are so good. We can't let them go. You know, I used to be good at a bunch of stuff, but I've told people a lot, you know, throughout my life, Because what has happened for me is that somebody might know me from something, right? You might know me. uh, I've told this before, like people who know me from like high school, I was a class clown. I was I was super funny. You know what I'm saying? I, I was funnier than I am now. It was mostly because I was willing to be funny. Like I was willing to say and do stuff that I'm not willing to say and do now. So I was funnier then. But here's the thing. Like, I mean, it's not that I'm not still funny. You know what I'm saying? But I was much funnier then, in my opinion. But here's the thing, like when I run, I've ran into people throughout my life and they'd be like, hey, you still funny? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not 18 no more, though. Like, so I'm not 18 year old funny, bro. Like, 
So you holding on to a vision of me that you have that was good to you because I made you laugh, but I let that go. I'm not trying to win class clown at my job. That doesn't pay you no extra money, bro. They don't give you no extra money for being funny in my line of work. So, like, I let that go. I'm not a comedian. So what, what am I saying at the end of the day? I'm saying that sometimes you got to get past good even if other people can't because people won't let go of good stuff that you did. And people won't, of course, you know they won't let go of bad stuff. Like, that, I feel like that go without saying. So that's why I haven't really said that. But it's like some people just remember you for your greatest mistake. Like, that's all they know. All right, cool. But what I'm saying is that God wants us to forget sometimes things that have already been done so that he can do something new. And it must be a part of it because in verse 18, he said, but forget all that. In 19, he said, for I'm about to do something new. And to me, even after he said he about to do something new, he said, see, I've already begun it. Do you not see it? And if you don't see it, it's probably because you ain't forgot the good. All right. I know you used to be that deal back in your day. Like, that's the thing. Like, don't be the back in my day guy or gal. Don't be the person where the greatest thing you've ever done is in your past. I tell people all the time, like, listen, I'm sorry, bro, but I got greater days ahead. If you liked when I was class clown, if you liked when I was rapping every week at a church and, you know, putting out albums every six months or a year, like, cool. I'm not saying I'll never do music again. But what I'm saying is, it's not coming out every year no more like that. That's not going to happen. I'm not, I'm not, and let me say this the right way. I don't go around now and rap every week at churches and events. Number one, they're not happening. But number two, I really don't have time even if they were happening. Not I don't have time like in an arrogant way. I don't have time meaning now I'm a businessman, right? I have let go. Like I'm literally a businessman. So I've let go of things that I was so that I can be who God wants me to be. I've let go of good things so that I could do great things. And those things are intentional. So it's not that like, yo, you enjoy my music. I'm happy you do. Like, I still share my music in new ways. I still like doing music. Maybe I'll do a concert sometime in the future. I don't know. But it's like, if I have time. Like, first I got to, you know, get up on these YouTube videos. I got to do my podcast. I have to continue to grow as a corporate businessman. Like, as an investor, as an entrepreneur, whatever it is, like, I have other things now that are new things. Like, when I was rapping every week, these things didn't exist. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't an investor. I wasn't a, I wasn't a corporate businessman, so I had all the time in the world to, to go around every week to churches, sometimes sitting there for two, three hours. Like, you know, because... You know, you got to preach for an hour and a half. Like, you know, like I don't got to go home tonight. <laughs> so, anyway, what's my point? My point is that I know, let, let me not say it like that. Let me say it this way. I know of the importance of letting go of the good so I can get to God. So I really try my best to know when to let go. Good and bad. Obviously bad, you need to let go and you need to grow from it. You need to repent. You need to change your behavior, your ways, whatever it is. But what's my point? It is. Not forgetting things again in an arrogant way or a dismissive way, but saying, I can't think about that right now because we know how powerful our mind is, right? Uh, when, when the Bible says God didn't give us the spirit of fear, then, then it goes to but power, love, sound mind. Like sound mind, your mind is connected to so many things, right? All right, let's keep it moving. 
Uh, what's my last takeaway really from that is God did this for his chosen people, right? So look, I'm, I'm one of those people, I like to be real, man. Like we can quote these scriptures to people who haven't even accepted Christ and ain't living for God. And sometimes I feel like we throw the Bible around like it's, you know, like we casting spells or something. And the reality of it is in, in its proper context, like in a lot of these situations like this one, this is what God is doing for his chosen people which means we have to live for God, which means we have to accept Christ in our life. This doesn't just apply to the world at large, just blanket statements like, hey, this applies to everybody. It applies to everyone who accepts Jesus Christ as their savior. That's an important part of this process. And so what I'm saying, like, you know, living for God produces change. If you aren't willing to change, you can't be made new. So that's why, like, I have to be open to change because God constantly tells me throughout scripture that he wants to make me new. And if God wants to make me new, that must mean that it's something old that I need to let go of. All right. I want to explore this idea, you know, of new and old a little more. I'm going to use a real life example, okay? And I, I might have talked about this in, in certain ways, you know, throughout this show. I'm sure I've mentioned in the past three and a half years doing this show. Uh, you know, in 2013, me and my wife built our first home. It was our first home. We had an opportunity to build it from new. And, you know, we don't live there anymore. So I'm just talking about it now. Um, man, it was a beautiful experience. It was an amazing experience. Like, you know, going through picking the colors and all this new stuff, everything just new, like everything new. It was just fun. Right. And I remember when we went, we drove. We were the first people to buy in, in that phase of the development. So we actually drove and it was just, you know, you're just looking at the land and you could choose your your lot. And um, I remember kind of just driving around and it was like nothing there. And we just had our choice. And um, I, I don't know if it was somebody I was talking to afterwards or a neighbor. Once we moved in, we moved in in 2014. Uh, it took about it took them nine months to build the house. And like. When we got there, somebody told me or I was reading. I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. But somehow I found out that that used to be a Catholic school. I'm like, whoa, okay. Like, so it was like, yeah, this, like this whole property where they came and built a hundred houses used to be a school. And I was like, wow, okay. It used to be a school. And what it made me think about, you know, as I was preparing this is like, Oh, I'm sure it was a good school. I'm sure it had good students. I'm sure the lunch was good. I'm sure that school produced some great athletes in its day. Like, in its day, that school was it. But you know what? Good had to be torn down to build my new house. Like, okay, so you got a situation where this used to be a school, but when I invited people to my house, they never cared what it used to be. Forget all that. You get what I'm saying? Like, like when, when I was going and, and we had like a, an event, a game night or whatever, or when I was just coming home from work, like I didn't care what it used to be. See, some of us holding on to the image of what something was just because it was good and we don't realize we're stopping and preventing so much greatness, so many new things, new experiences, new people, new opportunities. We are holding back new because we can't let go of the old. 
Then I was thinking like, man, it's crazy that when you accept new, new is a, it, it's attached to other new stuff. Like new has a way of bringing in more new stuff. So it's like when you stop doing what you're doing and really follow God and what he wants for your life. Remember in Isaiah, this was a prophecy of comfort based on future restoration. All right. So don't don't be mad that I'm that I'm that I might be speaking comforting now cuz cuz the goal is it is to encourage you. It is today to let you know that you can receive you can let go of what was and receive what is and it might blow your mind. All right, so this is how new works as it relates to my house. So once once they let go of the school and tore that down, this is every these are just some of the things. A new house meant a new address, right? But it didn't just mean one new ad- addresses, it meant a hundred new addresses because they built a hundred houses where it was one school at. So like, okay, that also meant the GPS had to be updated. Cause when you're driving in the car and you put it in your GPS, I'm sure that GPS was just used to coming to the school. But now when you put the, put it in the GPS, it's a hundred different new addresses that got to be updated in the GPS when they tore down that school. Then the teachers had to get a new job, new, right? Students had to get to a new school, new. I don't know, somebody could have went to a new school and met they, the future wife or future husband, right? Uh, uh, the lunch lady had to go get something new. I don't know, maybe she wasn't a lunch lady no more. Maybe she became a manager at a restaurant. I don't know. Like the mailman had to bring some new mail. See, like, because the mailman was used to like, he might, they might have had to put two mailmen over there. I don't know. It, when you think about it, I'm used, I used to, the mail I used to have was just for a school. I used to just come to the school and it was just, it, it was just one light bill, one light water bill. But now I got new mail. I, I need more back. New comes with a whole bunch of more new. That's what I love. I like new stuff. I do. I like new stuff, man. When you get a new car, you need new insurance. You know what I'm saying? You might need some new mats in there. You might have to get some new type of gas. Like, you might go to a new car wash. New come with so much other new stuff. Listen, that mailman was tired going to 100 houses when uh, when you used to just going to one school, right? I don't know who updated the GPS, but somebody did it. What is it, the satellite they got stuck up there somewhere? I don't know how that works, but it had to be updated. People used to use the GPS to come to my house. That school had to go. Again, hey, if if you if it's your alma mater, if you use your class reunion, do what y'all got to do to remember, but that school is gone. Good had to go so I could get my greatness. And the crazy thing about it is I would have never been able to build my new house on top of that school. That school had to go, and it's just like that. Like sometimes what God wants to do in your life, you got to let something go because he can't do it on top of that. Like he couldn't put 100 houses on top of the school. 100 for those of y'all who can't translate when I go into Ebonics mode. 100 houses. I am from Seven Mile, people. Detroit, born and raised. All right. So... Look, man, and, and I, I said this, um, you know, when I when I was at church, I shared this part. Like, look, man, I, I'm going to just be honest. Like, 
I do I love preaching? Not not really. I don't I don't really like preaching. I don't really like going around the churches and having to like speak because the thing is, man, it's just like HGTV to me. And most people, the average person, they want to love it. When I watch Love It or List It, most people love it. Not some people list it, but most people love it. And why? It's because once you take something old and fix it up a little bit, people are just comfortable. They like, that's what I wanted. I wanted the old thing. I didn't want to have to let it go. It, oh, you could remix it and turn it into something else. And I believe that's how most of us, man, these days at least, man, that's how people are when they come to church. It's like, you done went on Instagram and, and, and listened to your favorite 30-second Instagram preacher. You might have went to one of my pages or something and uh, listened to a quick 30-second message. And like, and you like that. Yeah, I want to fix her up her message. Like, I just, like, can I just hold on to everything I'm doing and just move the kitchen around? Or like, you know, maybe knock down one wall just to have an open concept. And, and the thing I know about a lot of times when God sends me somewhere, it's like, especially when he sent me in person, man, I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to do this. But it's like, God don't send me to like fix and flip nothing. Like he always send me to tear something down. And it's like, I, I told the church, like, man, you know, if you read about King Josiah, the, the, the king that, that became a king when he was eight years old, it's like, man, he spent, there's a whole chapter in Kings with him doing nothing but tearing stuff up. Like, he just tearing down Asherah poles and all type of idols. And, you know, he's tearing down the things that the kings before him did. Um, and it's like, man, he, he had to tear that down for God to do what he wanted to do through him. And I just think so many times, all of me included, like so many times you trying to build on top of what's already there. And look, because the other thing is, like, I want people to take what I'm saying in context, right? Look, that's why this show is about a process, about following God, about reading his word daily, and you will know what those things are that you need to let go. God will convict you. He will let you know, like, yeah, you holding on to that one. It's just that we don't, we, we hear them, but we, uh, we heard them, but we didn't listen, right? All right, so let's keep it moving. Let's jump into um, some scripture real quick, and, and we're about to be done. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, I'm going to read just verses 16 and 17 to wrap this up. So verse 16, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one point in time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. All right, y'all. Listen, does it get any more plainer than that? Anyone who belongs to Christ. Remember I said earlier, you got to be willing to change to follow Christ. Because the Bible, this ain't the only, like, oh, man, I didn't hit the mic and knocked it down my back. I got excited. This ain't the only time, this ain't the only scripture that, you know, talks about becoming new in Christ. You feel me? So, like, there's scripture after scripture, and I'm not going to get into them right now. You, you know, you, you research that on your own time, okay? I'm joking. But it says you have to become a new person, right? I know that, like, Jesus even says what? Like, he, he says, deny yourself and follow me, like, he wants you to deny who you were so that you can follow him and become who he wants you to be. Right? 
Okay? So, so the old life is gone, a new life has begun. If the old life is gone, that means you had to let it go. Right? So, so let, me, let me say a couple things to conclude here. Uh, one, let's stop holding on to things that God is ready to rebuild. Stop trying to love it when God want to list it. It's like, yo, the, the memories was there. I know that used to be grandma's house. I know, like, that was it. But this house got to get torn down so that I can do something new. You got to let go of what's in your hands so I can put something new in it. All right? And this requires faith. There's nowhere to build your new house until you tear down the old one. All right? The old life is gone. It might have been good, right? You might have been something back in your day. Back in my day, I could dunk. I was a high flyer. You know what I'm saying? I hooped every week, multiple times in a week. Like, that, like yeah, like it's some people who know me from hooping. That's what I used to do. But guess what? I had to let that go in order to be who God wants me to be. Now, do that mean basketball is a sin? No, it doesn't. But I'm going to tell you something. If I was prioritizing my time right now around basketball, I wouldn't be able to do half or 90% of the things that I do today. I wouldn't be able to do the business. I wouldn't be able to do the podcast. Wouldn't be able to do the YouTube. Wouldn't be able to, um, you know, work later on my corporate job or anything else that I do. I wouldn't be able to do it. So I had to reprioritize. And unfortunately, the thing that I love doing between 18 and 25, it just couldn't be as important anymore. Listen, sometimes we have to get over ourselves. If the greatest thing you'll ever be is who you used to be, you'll never become who God called you to be. And here's the last thing I want to leave you with. Let's build some, let God build something new, right? Um, Psalms 118 and 22 says, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Talking about Jesus, right? Listen, a cornerstone, right? A cornerstone can be ceremonial. But overall, the purpose of a cornerstone is it is the first stone laid down in building a new building, right? So, and, and, and when it's actually used, not just ceremonial, the cornerstone, that first stone that, that was laid down on a new building, if you take it out, the whole building falls. So what does this mean? And all this newness that I'm talking about, I ain't talking about new just to be new. Like, oh, go do something new. Oh, go be famous. We always, everybody want to be famous. So we try to take every message preached in the Bible to mean you should go be famous. That's not what I'm talking about, right? What I'm talking about is this time, let God be the cornerstone. See, a lot of times, at least for me, right, speaking for myself, like, I didn't have Christ at the, as the cornerstone of what I was building. And so if it's not built on that solid foundation, you don't stand a chance. And God might need to come and tear it down so that then Jesus could be the first stone, right? And then now you know you're good. The unmovable stone. But if it's not built on Christ, then we're going to crumble, man. That's really what the, the message is. Let God build something new. God is building something new, right? Not just you just building it. Even when Noah built the ark, the instructions and the guidance came from God. 
And so many times in our lives, we're building based on our selfish ambition. I want to do this. I want to be a singer. I want to be a singer. And then we go on American Idol and we go on uh, The Voice and all these shows and we chase this and we live in an industry that's nothing like God. And like we'll kind of defy everything that we thoroughly believe because we're we are building on our own trust in ourselves instead of faith in God. Because if we being honest, the reason you don't want to tear down your old house is because God ain't showed you the blueprint for the new one, which means he wants you to have faith and he wants you to trust that, yeah, you following me. And if I'm telling you to tear it down, trust that I'm going to build something greater. And in due time, I'll show you, show you the blueprint. So look, guys, people, I hope this blessed you today. This was a quick take. And um, I want you to share this with somebody to encourage and inspire them because, you know, we all could use something new, man, right? And, and, and God, I believe, God, I believe is willing if you allow him to tear down the old house, the old thing, he's willing to give you something new. And remember, new is attached to more new. You know, I'm always intrigued by little things like, hey, if I didn't decide to move in this house, these people wouldn't be my neighbors. And like those people wouldn't go to school with your kids. And like this wouldn't be my favorite restaurant because I wouldn't live near. Like so many of the decisions that we make are tied to other decisions, yet we keep making decisions as if they're singular decisions. They're not singular decisions, man. Every decision we make is tied to something else. Tear down that old house. Follow Christ. Turn away from your old ways and let him pave the new way. Let the old way go. Like you used to be it. I know. I know. And that's what we can't let go of. But I'm telling you, I want you to, I want to challenge you on something. Don't be the person that's always talking about what you used to be. Because I'm telling you, if you're doing that, it's just a sign that you ain't doing nothing too great now. We only really talk about what we used to be when we're not too happy with where we are. And the reason you're not happy with where you are is because you haven't let go of what you used to be so that God can build something new. So you have an abandoned house on your property. It's an abandoned building because it's old and you used to be that and you ain't that no more, but you holding on to it. So it has no purpose for today. It can't do anything for today. Look, me being a class clown means nothing, right? Me dunking on somebody means nothing right now. I'm not, I never made it to the NBA. Like at my age, this is when NBA players is retired. So that dream is gone. I got to let that go. I got to let it go. Even if I was a good basketball player, I didn't make this team. Oh, the college coach played me. Whatever it is, it don't matter. I have let it go. That house is torn down and we done built something brand new. Listen, man, stop occupying your property and your space with abandoned buildings. Nah, man, let's get to the newness. All right, look, y'all, don't give up now. You know what I'm saying? Because if you did, you'll never see what God had for you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this. And I hope you subscribe to my YouTube, man. Come on, help me out. Even though I'm struggling to put out videos every week, I'm going to get better. Trust me, I got a plan. It's going to happen, you know, but it's a process. Everything we do is a process, baby. Ain't no get rich quick. Ain't no get success quick. Ain't no get nowhere quick over here. You know what I'm saying? We go through the process and we allow God to work and uh, hopefully uh, bless us and 
uh, grow and all that stuff. That's the stuff I believe in, man. Cause look, I'm human. Um, I, I make mistakes. I have to reset all the time. I, you know, I might get stressed out. I might, this is all type of stuff we go through out here. You know what I'm saying? This is life, baby. Stuff happens and you just got to keep it moving and keep trusting God and, um, hopefully inspire his people. So yeah, hopefully this blessed you, you know what I'm saying? And then I can get out of here and, and like, hopefully talk to y'all next week. All right. Y'all be blessed, man. Share this with somebody, please. Subscribe to the show and wherever you listen to that and all that good stuff. And um, you know how you just be talking? I can't stand talking to somebody at this point on the phone. This is the point right here where I start cutting you off and say goodbye. If I give up now, then I would never see what you had for me. Sometimes I just wanna give up now But I would never know Just how far I could go la, 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 Tell me, Lord, should I stop now? If I keep going, will I ever find out? Or am I just wasting my time now? You can tell me, you can tell me now Happy New Day!